Hey there. Before we dig into today's topic, I just wanted to remind you that starting next year, we're going to have episodes every so often where we're answering listener questions. So you can easily submit your question for us and you may be on our next episode. It's very easy to submit a question. Go to taxsavingspodcast.com. On top, click podcast, scroll to the bottom of that page, and there'll be a form there where you can submit for your question. Again, starting next year, we're going to be doing episodes every once in a while. We're answering listener questions. We're answering your questions live in an episode. So if you want to get your questions submitted, you can go go up there now. Go to taxsavingspodcast.com, click podcast on top, scroll to the bottom, submit the form, and you never know, your question may be on our next episode. I hope you guys enjoy our conversation today. Super cool stuff. And if I don't talk to you before then, have a great new year. And I will see you next year in 2023 when we get back to tax saving strategies. Have a great new year, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to take a little bit of a turn from what we normally talk about on our podcast. We're going to be talking about some marketing things. And to do that, we have Will DeShazo, who is the Director of Sales over at Growth Tools On. And we brought Will on to talk about this idea of creating a list in your business and creating a lead magnet and just kind of going to have a conversation about what that looks like, what kind of options are out there, and how that can be uh, so useful and growing your business. So Will, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Um, Glad to be here. I appreciate you uh, having us on and I'm always excited to get a chance to talk about marketing, talk about growth, geek out over small businesses. And hopefully we can, at the very minimum, do some of that together. And even better yet, hopefully somebody listening today can get some value and like go take action on this. That's my goal. Yeah. Awesome. So let's kind of dive into it. When we look at this idea of growing a list, creating a lead magnet, what's kind of the first thing that comes to your mind when you're when you're when you're talking to a potential business owner that maybe doesn't have a list? Now, let's yeah. think about so many people are growing now, uh, businesses are growing like crazy, and it's just word of mouth and 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 various things like that, and so they don't even think of this idea of why why grow a list? What is there to grow a list for? You know, how do I grow a list? So what is kind of that when you think about that idea, talking to a business owner, what are some of the first things that come to mind there? Yeah, let's start with why, right? Like Simon Sinek would say for each of us. The why behind a list is a great question. I just saw someone the other day, uh, kind of like the Instagram influencer type person with affiliates and stuff like that, right? We all know them. We've seen them on our feed. And she was like, hey, are you on email list? I'm thinking about growing a list. And I'm just shaking my head. I mean, this is someone I know. It's a friend of mine. She's had her Instagram account for years and years and years. And I'm just shaking my head like, what have you been doing? Why do you not have an email list? So let's talk mm-hmm. about the why. We started our businesses as business owners. And I run a business. My wife and I run an online farmer's market. So we are in a digital business as well. Um, when you start a business, I'll bet you... I'm not a gambling man, but I would bet you that one of the three reasons that every single person listening to the show today started their business for control. Control of something. Maybe it's income. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's future. Maybe it's opportunity. But I'll bet you that something stems from control. We're just that way, <laughs> right? And so if you want to be in control, if that's why you started a business, you need to be in control of your sales too, Right? I had someone not long ago on a call with me that said, hey, 90% of my business is from referrals. I said, well, do you like that? I love it when it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. When it doesn't, it's up and down. Income was 10 grand one month, 12 grand one month, six grand one month, two the next, right? Just totally all over the place. 
lack of control. Well, when you have an email list of people who are engaged with you, see you as an authority, see you as a teacher, as a sense of help and someone who guides them, you have a list of people who are looking to you for help. You are in control of now filling your sales pipeline, driving more sales, whether you have a product or a service from people who are in demand of you. So to me, the why behind this is control. You have control over your sales pipeline. You have control of your vision. If you just build a, you know, an Instagram account and you build a ton of people on Instagram, do you have control over what algorithm changes they make? No, right? It's like building your house on rented land. You don't make the rules. Someone else is making them. IG just changed this thing the other day. Uh, I think it's coming actually today or tomorrow where on your stories, people will only be able to see like your first three stories out of your control. Get control back as a business owner. Grow your email list. Yeah. So when, when you think about this growing an email list, you know, what is, when, when you're talking to business owners, what are some of the things that you do with that email list? Because we can go and collect sure. emails and find emails in certain areas. But now what is the, how do we keep them engaged? What are some of those things on, on ideas on what to do once we have an email list? Yeah, it's a great question, Mike. And like, obviously you as a tax professional, you can teach right? You're teaching. Share some tricks that you learned. Share a book that you read. Maybe like I recently read a a book called Power of Zero. It's all about getting to the zero income tax bracket. Really insightful stuff. Maybe share some stuff you learned from a book this week or a blog that you wrote this week. Or maybe if you're going live on Wednesday, tell people what you're going live on to come join you on Facebook or Instagram or whatever platform that is. Teaching is one really great way to leverage your list. And the more you teach, the more engaged your people get so that when you want to sell to your list, you can send out an email. Hey, guys, by the way, don't fall behind. Make sure you're ready to pre-file taxes in the next eight weeks. I'd love to have a strategy session with you to talk about how we can go ahead and start saving stuff. Bam, right? They're ready to have that conversation with you because you have been teaching them. And then there's also people out there who might say, well, I don't have a service that I can teach about. Maybe I sell food online. Maybe I sell earrings online. How do I teach people about these earrings? (laughs) You don't. (laughs) Like that's thing one, right? But you could share with people stories of the earrings. Maybe people wearing them in the wild. You could share with them about how they're made, where they're made. Maybe if you have a story behind that, or maybe if you donate a certain amount of your profits, share a highlight to the nonprofit that you that you partner with this month or this quarter, right? So it's not just about selling, selling, selling. It's about sharing and educating and teaching. One really good thing that Mike, maybe listeners out there could take action in, I like to say the first and the 15th in terms of how to use your list, how to engage them. Don't send an email every day. It's too taxing on you. It's also too taxing as us as readers, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm out of here with that. First and 15th, maybe the first of the month, share something you learned about the subject matter you teach on. In your case, Mike, it could be a book that you read or a blog that you read. It doesn't have to be your original content. 15th, share something about Mike personally or what podcast Mike was on this month, or what guests Mike had on his podcast this month, or your chance to incorporate some sales for a strategy session with you or something like that, right? So now you start to get into this rhythm where you got a couple of weeks to write an email to schedule it on the 1st, a couple of more weeks to write an email and schedule it on the 15th. You look up six months from now, you have an engaged audience 
who's willing to take the hook and have that strategy session with you at any point in time. Yeah, no, that's that's excellent. And that's something that we've done here in, in our show and in, in the blog post that we're doing is 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 the, the idea is just trying to get your get your get in front of your audience, whatever that might be, and you know, provide them with some type of value. Obviously, we don't want to send an email that says, Hey, how's it going? Um, but you know, providing them with some type of value and then don't be afraid also, I would think, to to ask uh when you do have a promotion going on or when you do have something that you want to talk about, uh it's it serves as a great opportunity and you have easy access to them. But I, I think you know, we might have stepped ahead of ourselves a little bit. Sure. And when I think of okay, now we have a list, how do we how do we service it? What type of content are we providing? Mm-hmm. But, but I, I would want to think back and think about, okay, what about for those people that don't have a list? Uh, how do you create a list or what are some sources to start building that list? Yeah, I think we can all agree starting sometimes this is the hardest part, right? And I think oftentimes that's the reason is because there are about 100 directions you could go. And every time you log into social media, you have another guru. And if you could see me, I'm, you know, doing quotes in my hand. Guru out there telling you what you should or shouldn't do. And it's debilitating. It's tough. So what do you do? You just don't build it and you just go get more referrals. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like we've all been there. Don't do that. So something simple and we'll maybe anchor our conversation here, Mike, is you just talked about how important it is to teach your audience. And you should do that from the very beginning. We call that a lead magnet. So whether you guys know what that is or not, you've probably engaged in a lead magnet of some sort before. Really, that's just you land on a website and they say, hey, by the way, I'd love to teach you this or provide you with that. And you exchange your email for that resource. Could be a PDF, could be a video series, could be an online course, um, any number of assets, right? That's a lead magnet. So that's one thing that you could do is build a lead magnet. And by the way, Mike, you know, we do have a tool for that that people could use. It's called Attract. It's a free tool to help you build a PDF if you want to get down and dirty and build something really simple and get it out there. Um, So build something of value, something that you feel confident your people, when you understand who you help and how you help them, you can create something to provide value to them. That, that they're willing to exchange their personal contact information in order to receive. That's what a lead magnet is. Now comes the magnet part. Well, how do you attract people to that, right? And we can talk about that strategy. There's plenty of do's and don'ts around that. But the first step, it really is to just build something simple, something of value that you can get in front of your people. And step two is to get it in front of them. Yeah. And there's two things that I want to talk about about that. And, and the first one is just a list in general. Mm-hmm. I know when I first started out and, and I was trying to get clients and I was like, well, I'm just going to, I get someone that emails me once a week and says, you can buy this list of all these fill in the blank users. And, and so I'm like, yeah, that's great. I'll get a list of 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 people. <laughs> if I convert a half a percent of that, imagine how much business I'm going to have. And I quickly have done that and done that a few different times. And and I think Mm -hmm. it comes to the realization that it really comes down to when you're looking at your email list, the quantity doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter. It's the quality of the leads that you have. Now, obviously, if you're really looking to grow your business at some point, that quantity is going to continue to grow. And and so I, I always encourage people that we're talking to is don't feel like you need a list of 1,000, 10,000 people in order to get started, start with one, start with 10, start with 20, 
And as you kind of curate that list and, and slowly build that up, you're just going to see the value from it. And that's going to be quality people on your list. These are people that want to be on your list. These are people that have downloaded a lead magnet of yours yeah. and and really kind of want to hear from you versus a list of 30 people that got scraped off of somewhere who knows what that don't even want your information are just going to report it as and unsubscribe and do all sorts of things from there. Yep. And how many more of those emails have those people gotten this week today? They're flooded. If they're mm-hmm. even checking their inboxes, right? So this goes back to the strategy of, well, how do we grow the list? And Mike, I think you hit the nail on the head and you've learned from experience on what not to do, what doesn't work, right? Um, when getting started, it's really, really tough to pay for acquisition. And let me say what's tough. What's not tough is to buy the leads. Like That's pretty painless. It's pretty easy. Sometimes it's pretty affordable too, right? But compared to what? Is it affordable if we pay $1,000 for 10,000 leads and don't get a single business piece of business from it? Well, no, actually, it's not at all, right? Um, so that's definitely PPC, pay-per-click or buying email list. It's a really decent strategy in the scaling version of your business. Um, it can work. When you've tested your messaging, you've run through the perfect best fit client of yours, You've optimized your website. You've optimized your offer. Your sales funnels and automated email systems are all dialed in. Hey, buying lists and running the PPC to buy ads on Facebook and Instagram and Google AdWords can work at that point. But if you're not there yet, like, don't go buy a Porsche if you don't know how to drive a manual car, right? Like, that just doesn't make sense. (laughs) Yeah. So what I would recommend instead is just to get down and dirty and get that piece of value in front of your people, right? Um, Like one thing we we call it kind of the friends and family, right? There is absolutely nothing wrong with going and messaging your contacts on Facebook and saying, hey, by the way, I'm starting a newsletter about this. Would you be interested? And put Mm -hmm. them on your list, right? Um, Because you don't know who that person might know that they could forward that email to and there's some strategies that you can use to um, get people to refer people to your newsletter and stuff like that to where it grows a little more organically. Another strategy that we train on, we call it OPA, OPA, right? Borrowing other people's audiences. So like great example of that, Mike, if you came on board to our email list, we have an email list of over 100,000 people, right? Business owners. Do business owners need tax strategy? That's not our head. Yes, big time, right? Um, did you have to go buy all of those business owners that were randomly emailed from you? No. Do we know tax strategy? Absolutely not. <laughs> so what you can do is you can fill, we call it filling a gap. You can fill a gap and come on board and teach our email list or a segment of our email list about what you do or Email our email list on behalf of us with your downloadable, your lead magnet, like we talked about earlier, right? Now, you start talking about getting in front of a whole lot of people. So quantity, check. What about quality? Well, isn't this kind of like a referral that so many business owners build their business on? Did those people that we brought you on board to teach, did they get to know you? Well, sure. Maybe you were on our podcast, Mike, or maybe you wrote a series of emails that we introduced you to our list. They got to know you. Do they trust you? Well, yeah. They trust growth tools and our reputation and our founder and myself and our team. 
They know you and they trust you, right? Do they want what you have? Well, sure. We both agreed business owners need tax strategy, right? And are they your audience? Of course they are. (laughs) They're business owners. So you just hit four of the most needed uh, criteria for a qualified lead. And you got in front of a whole bunch of them at once. We call that partnership marketing or borrowing other people's audiences. So once you build that lead magnet, that tool, uh, excuse me, that downloadable, you can go place it in front of other people's audiences to get eyes on it, qualified eyes on it. I love that you made that a, a criteria. It's super important. Yeah. Now, when we look at that, and, and that's great. Uh, when we look at this lead magnet, I, I think a lot of people too, when they when they think about this, they're hesitant. They don't want to give away the farm, so so to speak. They mm. they they just don't feel they they want to charge for everything that they're doing. So, what are some ways that you can tell people to break away from that a little bit when they're creating this lead magnet? You know, just understanding because. We've all downloaded that lead magnet that provided no value, and we went through in 10 seconds and was like, okay, now we just wasted our email, and now we're going to get flooded with emails for something I don't even want and was useless. So how do we put the switch? How about Mm -hmm. that lead magnet that you downloaded, and you're like, wow, I mean, this was free. This This was incredible. Now we're like, I can't wait to get those emails from that person. I can't wait to see what value that they're going to provide me as part of their email list. And hopefully someday, maybe I'll even work with them. So what are some ways that you can kind of encourage business owners, creators to, to let go a little bit in this yeah. stage to provide some value? Man, I think that's really great, Mike. Um, I would call that thinking and acting out of abundance, right? Abundantly. Um, wildly important in the long run here, right? So actually one way, one really simple thing you can do First of all, it's not as easy as just letting go. So you do need to get past some mindset stuff here. There are plenty of people who say, but I charge 500 bucks for that. Or, but it takes 750 bucks for them to discover this. Here's the thing. They will still pay you. In fact, they're more likely to invest in you if you've had that pop in their brain before they do invest in you, right? So look back at the, if you're, if, if you um, are a, a, a strategy provider or a service provider, in your case, Mike, someone who provides tax strategy, look back at some of your past initial calls with people. Maybe they're free discovery calls. Maybe they're, you know, your first consulting calls where you charge X amount an hour or something. What were the primary breakthroughs that you saw people's faces? Aha, when they light up. What was it? Was it a strategy? Was it for things that they typically didn't even know about? Was it something that you uncovered on their in their business? Like, what was that thing? Go give that thing away. Go give it away. Go tell them. Go show them how to do it, right? That thing will create this, holy smokes, why has no one ever told me this before? And Mike is giving it away? Why wouldn't I get on a call with this person? Right. Mm -hmm. So I would just look back to your past conversations or past strategy sessions. That's one way to do this and see what the common themes were when people's light bulbs go off and go give that away. Another thing you could also do is look at your competitors, like go do some competitor research um, to some of the bigger sites in your industry. What are their pop ups? What are their lead magnets? What are they solving for? What are they writing about in their blog posts? Those, assuming they're the same audience that you serve, those are tried and true and tested. 
those are the problems that your people are facing. So go replicate that and make it your own, right? Um, yeah. It's just molding. It's morphing, right? Yeah. That's excellent. And so, you know, just to kind of a few few points before we, before we let go, but, you know, when we're looking at this building a list, creating a lead magnet, I think we talked about a few of these, but is there any kind of things that you think people should stay away from? I, I, I think there's a lot of information out this in this area, whether it's good or bad. There's a lot of people that try to pull business owners in different directions. Instantly, every day, I'm going to hit up on LinkedIn about how they help accountants grow their business or various different things. So what are some things that you would say, stay away from, or at least be aware of some of these things before someone gets too deep into spending money on something that probably is not going to work? Yeah. Keep things stupid, simple, or keep things stupid, or keep things simple, stupid, right? Like um, it's the KISS method. I mean, the simpler, the better in these early days. Identify what's work, what works, get your get eyes on what you've created as quickly as possible, qualified eyes. If you look back at any of these strategies and you can't say, do these people know me before they download my thing? Do they trust me before they download my thing? Do they want my thing? And are they my people? If you can't check all four of those boxes in terms of getting eyes on your lead magnet, don't follow through with it, <laughs> right? Um, similar concept like Facebook ads it can be quite expensive early on to run Facebook ads. And a lot of times, unless you've hired an agency to do it for you, which is even more pricey, it won't hit those four criteria, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say, keep it simple, stupid, simple, very early on. Um, and focus on just growing your list. You don't have to have the fancy technicalities behind the scenes. You don't have to have the automations. You don't have to have the bots on Facebook and on LinkedIn and all this. As, as Here's the thing. Brian Harris, our founder, calls technology the fanciest form of procrastination. And can't that be true for us techies, like online business owners out there? It's like, this is the next hot thing. I got to go build this whole big thing and spend six weeks doing it. And then, oh, I didn't think about how I'd get the right people through it. And guess what we just wasted? six weeks of our time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and, I, and I love that. And, and I think that's, and that's in everything it comes. It, it's like sure that in tax it planning. Mm-hmm. people say, well, I don't have to tax plan because I'm too small. They're, they're making up excuses. And a lot of times when it comes to building a list or creating a lead magnet, it comes down to, well, I don't have the technology for that, or I don't know how to do that. And so I think that brings us to kind of a final point here. Um, you know, as as we're talking about lead mates, we're talking about building your list. I know that you guys have some free tools, some free resources out there, which yeah. are kind of like your lead magnets and your list builders. And right. so what kind of tools and options out there have you provided for those people that say, I'm too small for this, or I don't have, I can't afford to build an email list, or I can't afford to create a lead magnet, or I don't have the time to do those things. What are some of the resources that you have out there? Yeah, those are all really great. Um, and really big needs, right? The time, the energy, the resources, the training, the money. So I would say there's two primary tools um, on our, well, really three on our website at growthtools.com. In fact, uh, Mike, if your um, listeners want to go to go.growthtools.com forward slash tax savings, that's it, right? Go.growthtools.com forward slash tax savings. 
we have our VIP list, which will give you access to exactly what to do to grow your list to a thousand email subscribers with a really simple lead magnet. I mean, you can build this lead magnet using our tool. It's called Attract in one afternoon. You could put that lead magnet on one of our uh, uh, landing page builders called Welcomely in one afternoon. And this is pretty cool. You could build an entire email sequence. Welcome sequence, welcoming people in after they've downloaded your lead magnet to your ecosystem using our tool Drip Scripts. It's like ad libs for email content. Why start from scratch? Follow a welcome sequence that other people have used that's proven to work. You can drag and drop your words inside of that, export that sequence, and easily put it into whatever tool you're using to send emails. So you can get all of that and those tools. Those are free and they're super simple to use at go.growtools.com forward slash tax savings. It's all there. And yes, Mike, this is a lead magnet, <laughs> right? We're practicing <laughs> what we preach. So you will need to put in your email address to grab that. I promise we won't spam you or hit you up with anything salesy. It's all value there. Yeah. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes. And we'll also have a blog post provided by Will and his team over at Growth Tools. So, Will, this has been incredible. You know, I, I knew a conversation with you would would really kind of bring a lot of value. And, and, and I hope that people just walk away from this conversation saying, okay, I need to do it. It's easy. It's simple. I need to start creating my list. It's something that I didn't think I need. I didn't think I'd want. But I think when you look back at that, Think about those days and look back in your business history. Think about those days where you're just like, man, we have no work right now. Or it sure mm. would be nice to have work right now, but our referrals just aren't kicking things out right now. Right. Think back at those times and imagine that have if you had an email list that you could start to tap into in those times. You might not need that list today. Your business might be booming from referrals and it might be booming for the next year. But there will likely come a time that you want to grow further or you hit a lull in your referral business and how great would it be to have a little tool that you've been curating over the past couple months or years that you can tap into to help continue that growth for your business. Mm, that's killer, man. Yeah. It's all about having that control and that opportunity. That's great. So yeah, man, I'm super excited. Thanks for having me on Mike. This has been a ton of fun. Um, you know, I think it's just a simple five letter word start, right? Like go start, go build it. I had a mentor years ago and everybody's heard this, but with, you know, he was actually in forestry. So a very long-term thinker. And you know, I say, when's the best time to plant a tree, right? And you'd say today and he'd say, no, you're wrong. You know, it was 20 years ago. And then he'd ask you again, because as all good mentors do, they ask you questions, right? He asked you again, when's the next best time to plant a tree? And he'd say, well, tomorrow. And he'd say, no, today, <laughs> right? It's like, you can never win with this guy, but it's so true. The same idea is true with your email list. The best time to start your email list was eight years ago. If we're being honest, guys, it was when you started your business, but today's day one. So build it now. You can look back two years from now and say, dude, I'm so glad I listened to that episode. And I started. <laughs> so yeah. thanks for having me on, Mike. It's great. Yeah, well, thanks for being on. Like I said, we will have a link to the blog post and, and information on Growth Tools and, and some of their free resources that they have available in the show notes. So feel free to check that out. And I just want to thank everyone for listening to another episode. And I will see you guys next week.